mama. Ooh. Didn't mean to make you cry. That's my, that should be in every card to my mom. Mama. <laughs> I'm sorry. Didn't mean to make you cry. <laughs> Yeah, we write the real Mother's Day cards over here. (laughs) Sorry for all the pain and strife I've caused you. (laughs) Uh, I hope I'm still in the will and uh, (laughs) that I didn't deplete all of it. Thank you. Oh, that's that, my younger sister just got engaged. Oh, that's, that's right. That? Yeah, you did. She got engaged. Mazel. I know, right? And uh, and I definitely uh, I've seen someone died because we don't call each other. My family, yeah. we are not phone people. I talk to my mom all the time, but my sisters, we it's just text mostly. Mm-hmm. And so she called, and it was like seven p.m., which was well, ten p.m. her time. And well, I was just like, Whoa. and she knew I was out of town for Ithamar's birthday, and I knew she was out of town for her boyfriend's birthday uh-huh and i was just like what and sh- i pick up and she is hysterical uh, and my heart oh dropped. No. and i braced myself i was and at the morning we were getting ready to go out to dinner and we were eat- going to dinner for his birthday at the yeah. restaurant that we went to when we got engaged oh. in santa barbara isn't that crazy i have straight up never heard your engagement story <gasps> Really? Really. You know why? We can save it for off the air. I know. Okay. And I know why. It's because I got engaged right when you were getting divorced. Oh, and I was like, I ain't telling God, you. God, you're sweet. <laughs> you know, it's just what we do God, for each other. Sweet. You got to you gotta know your audience. Yeah. I'm like, here's yeah. who I'll tell it to. And here's who I'll just make. Oh, I got That's engaged. right. <laughs> yeah. You were like. Let's see. When did you guys get engaged? We got engaged November 17th. Or, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you hadn't told Ooh. me yet. About but that we were having problems, but you guys were having. But problems. it was like two weeks later. Two weeks later, Damn. you called me up and you were like, "I distinctly remember." I distinctly remember talking to you because I remember I was driving and I remember where I was mm. when I told you we got engaged, or no, when, when when I you told called you, me. Yeah, I remember too because I was interning at a management company and I was shopping for booze for like their. <laughs> you were at Bevmo. I was. I was all of our important life events. Always yeah. Bevmo. They're there for you. Mm-hmm. And you told me, and I was just like, well, thank God I'm in a fucking liquor store because I'm buying some <laughs> liquor for myself now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Good gosh. Times. But that's why I never told you the engagement story. Right. <laughs> I mean, I'll tell you. Great. It was, it, was, it was lovely. Just the way I would want it to be. Aww. Never in public or in front of other people. That's just so me nice. and Ithamar. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was cute. It was perfect. So we're going. So I'm like, Jess, what is it? And she's just like sobbing uh-huh. hysterically, cannot speak. And I was just bracing. I'm like, this is the moment I've been dreading. Yep. Is a, someone calls. Uh-huh. They're hysterically crying. And I'm like, who died? Yep. Who fucking died? Mm-hmm. She was in Charleston. And I, so I knew she was with her fiance or her then boyfriend. Mm-hmm. I knew that she was seeing my sister. I'm like, something happened. There was a car accident. Mm-hmm. There was a boating accident. Like yeah. something fucking happened. And I have every right to believe that something bad happened because we've lost like Lots of people really young yeah. in our lives. So I've, but of course my family's like, you're so crazy. That someone died. I'm like, I have every reason to believe that. Yeah. Like, so anyway, she got engaged. <laughs> 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 
turns out they were happy tears, <laughs> but it didn't sound like happy to me. It sounded like pure, yeah. like, so, like plus, get out here now. There's an emergency. Yeah. Oh, God. What was my point? Um, Engagement. Charleston. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. Shit. Mothers. Mothers. Mothers cards. Mothers cards. Yeah. <gasps> Got it. Talking about. Oh, so I talked to my mom and I was, I was like joking. I'm like, well, because uh, let's just say my younger sister has not just champagne taste, but just mm. like crystal. Gotcha. You know, Perrier Jouet Rosé oh, kind of taste. You've no, seen that yeah. ring yet? Oh, I've seen it, girl. <laughs> it is like bam that is like wow okay yeah uh you're gonna have to have a wedding to match that ring uh-huh. so it's gonna be pretty big oh that's gonna be fun it's gonna be fun um but i was like oh my gosh so i joked to my mom i was like well um i guess like all of our inheritance you know is gonna go to this wedding huh and my mom was like oh, amy you're in keith's will too oh my gosh <laughs> my stepdad i'm like what the fuck <laughs> First of all, why do y'all have separate will? Like, I don't know how that works, but is <laughs> that weird? weird? I'm like, wait. No, you... you think you have to have a separate will. Oh, you do. Okay. Generally, people, generally speaking, people don't die at the same time. So. And generally speaking, from all of the true crime we, we yeah. listen to, it, usually a spouse kills the other one yeah. for the money. So, of you course. know, yeah. So you got to have separate wills, right? Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, okay. I think it's normally <laughs> like your separate wills. Like the first thing it says is like, when I die, if they're still alive, it all goes to them. Uh-huh. And then it becomes, you know. Yeah, I see what you mean. Right, yeah. right, right. Like, yes, yes. Because that's what my grandparents said. It was like, mm. well, that's. Papa Spokes dies it's all grandma's money once grandma dies it becomes the kids money yeah. and that kind of shit yeah so she's like you're in Keith's well I'm like okay thanks <laughs> <laughs> that's nice it's nice to know uh-huh. it's nice to know that Jesse can have a really wonderful dream <laughs> wedding and that I will still have money when my parents go I like you that. know it's just business that's it's just happy the business. Mother's Day happy Mother's Day this is our Mother's Day episode happy of Banshees and Booze holy shit it only took six minutes a paranormal podcast with a shot of liquid courage today we are celebrating a day or two late Mother's Day Smothers, right? Am I right? (laughs) Some are great, some are not great. (laughs) Mine's great. Uh, Yours is awesome. Mine's great. She's great. Your mama likes to drink. Yeah, I like to drink. You like to drink. I like to drink. My mom will drink, but she is a lightweight. Yeah. She'll have like one and then she's Mm -hmm. done skis. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. More for you. More for me. More for you. And I'm going to visit my mommy. Actually, by the the moment this is airing. Oh my God, we're both seeing our moms. Yeah. The moment this airs, I'll be with my mommy Aww. in Florida. I'll be the next week. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I'm still, I'm already drinking. Um, what? No. Your I, oh, you got excited. <laughs> Your eyes got big and bright. I know. I just, I don't know. I was excited about drinking and a drink <laughs> and moms. Moms. Some of them drive us to drink. Some of them are just good drinking buddies. Drinking buddies, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a little, maybe a little bit of both yeah maybe a little bit of both um yeah i kind of like uh i was thinking for this one we could do like our mom's favorite drinks mm-hmm. but my mom's favorite drink i feel like is nothing i uh, think you my know, mom's like, is a shot of tequila yeah you know this is so funny because yeah. this morning i was like okay my mom's favorite drink i think is like kalua and milk like uh-huh. or like a white russian is sure. her favorite and then i was thinking about your mom's drinks and i was like tequila yeah a Lots shot of tequila. tequila. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm like, great. Well, I have a white Russian and oh, a shot God. of tequila. <laughs> I think you get the better end of this. <laughs> uh, instead, we're having a mom Yeah. Get it? Get it? Mom. 
Osa. Uh-huh. Mamosa. It's also technically, I think, a screwdriver. So it could be like a screwed you up driver. Right? Because vodka and orange juice, isn't that a screwdriver? That is a screwdriver. And I was fucking calling it a mamosa, which is a mamosa. Which is champagne. I mean, you got the orange juice, right? That's all that matters. <laughs> oh, boy. I mean, none of go. it matters. None it of it matters. Nothing We're really happy. matters. <laughs> Anyone can see. We're just happy to be here talking about moms and ghosts. And ghosts drinking and moms. orange juice with vodka. I'm excited to see what you did. Um, it's not much, but yeah, it's it's like whatevs, you know. Yeah, um, I do. Do you want to know? Do you want to um, go first? I'm going to go first, I yeah, think. Mine, okay, mine is interesting, but it's like Victorian ghost moms. Oh my God, mine's turn of the century ghost mom. <gasps> okay. It's the spookiest of kinds. I'm pretty excited. Um, okay, so, oops. I started typing. What if it's the turn of this current century? What do we call that? A millennium uh, ghost? Millennial ghost? Because turn of the century is the 1900s. Yeah. What about the turn of this century? I don't know. Millennial. Same. The turn of the millennium. Yeah. Great. And it is written. So let it be written. <laughs> My iPad's broken. I can't oh, get no. the I can't get the keyboard to go away. Oh, well. Because um, you dropped it. I did. I was in the potty. I knocked it over the back of the couch. <laughs> um, great news. Yes. I'm going to tell you. It's a mom. It's a mom story. Oh, my God. But it's also a white lady. It's the white lady of Stowe Lake in San Francisco. I totally should have fucking done the white Russian. Ah, oh, damn it. Damn it. It would have been the white lady Russian. Yeah, I don't. The white Russian lady. Yeah. <laughs> white ladies that'd be like a whole meal though that you would know? be yeah it's disgusting anytime i, I can't yeah anytime there's there's lactose in a drink i'm like eh. i know and look guys we record this at like fucking 10 a.m on yeah. a weekend so we it's probably more appropriate to have cl- damn it we suck we suck do we no why yeah we suck I'm good with that. That's just my anxiety talking. That's just... We're great. Our mothers raised us to not be very confident in ourselves. (laughs) Let's blame our moms for everything this episode. Okay, Okay. great. I'm blaming my mom that I'm drinking at 10 a.m. I'm blaming my mom that I... I'm drinking it today. I'm blaming my mom that my iPad's not working. I'm blaming your mom that your iPad's not working. And okay, so the white lady in uh, I already forgot. Stowe Lake in San Francisco. Ooh. Okay. And this um most of this came from an article from SF Gate. Is a yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. I've been on that website. So this is pretty cool, pretty cool little, little article here. Okay. Uh, if you've heard of San Francisco's most famous ghost story, it was probably some iteration of this. In the years before the 1906 earthquake, which you're familiar with the 1906 earthquake, correct? It was huge. It was a giant earthquake followed by a fire because yes. of all the gas lines and everything. And it basically like... Basically, the entire city was destroyed and they rebuilt and, um, yeah. So it's a very haunted city. Super haunted. Mm -hmm. Okay. In the years before the 1906 earthquake, a beautiful young woman lived in the city with her infant child. One day, the woman decided to take her baby to Golden Gate Park for a jaunt around Stowe Lake. Mm -hmm. While on their walk, the woman spotted a friend and the two sat down on a bench to catch up. After a few minutes, the woman turned to check on her baby. To her horror, the pram was no longer beside her. Oh, shit. In a panic, she ran around the lake screaming for her child. The last anyone saw of her alive was when, in a moment of horrid realization, she ran into the lake. So, like, 
So she thought the baby might be in the lake. Yeah, like, like the that pram. it. Uh-huh. You know, San Francisco's got all those hills. It's hilly. You know? Oh, my God. So she ran to like thinking this must yeah. be. <gasps> so oh. for the last century, people on foggy nights have reported seeing a distressed lady in a white gown stalking the rim of Stowe Lake. Some say she approaches them, begging them to help her find her baby. Oh, no. So she died in the lake, huh? Yeah. Others have only heard her moans. The story is so famous that Golden Gate Park even has a page dedicated to the legend, which I, of course, clicked on. Um, and they said, uh, it's rumored that if someone goes to Stowe Lake at night, weird occurrences take place. Stories have been told that uh, the lady comes up from the lake or the statue in her honor comes to life. What? Uh huh. Or she'll come up to you and ask, "Have you seen my baby?" Ah! Other reports say if you drive there with your friends in a group of cars, all the cars will stall at the same time. This oh. is from the official like Golden Gate Park website, by the way. Holy uh-huh. schnikers! Another rumor said that if someone says "White lady, white lady, I have your baby" three times, the lady will appear. She'll ask, "Have you seen my baby?" If you say yes, she'll haunt you. <gasps> And if you say no, she'll kill you. This is oh no! The official this sounds like a website. real dead dead end. Yeah. <laughs> um. Or if you say white lady, white lady, I have your baby. A bunch of cops just come out yeah. shooting. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I yeah, be careful, the guys. Yeah, be uh, careful. Be, be wise with the... This is not turn of the century. This is millennium times, yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. <laughs> you got to be careful about white ladies' babies. Um, <laughs> okay, so this um, article then goes on to try to find, like, the historical resonance. That's not the right word. Okay. Resonance? No. Residence? No, it's not any of words that sound like that. I just said a big word. Like the historical basis, I guess. Gotcha. For this. Okay, I um, see what I you're saying. I just wanted a bigger word, so I inserted one. I love big words, but the I don't know them. The historical onomatopoeia of this. Oh, you you know, rhyme zone could come in handy. Really My phone was on airplane mode, like a real polite podcaster. Um, so they're all like, let's find let's out who this is. check this shit out. Okay. Her name is not just White Lady. White Lady. Please, I refuse to be identified by the color of my skin. There's a guy that's been standing outside of the Popeye's chicken on Hollywood Boulevard. What? Oh, my God. God. I thought you were going to say he's standing behind me. (laughs) I don't know why. The fear in your face. Did you see me completely scared? Like I have a drink in my hand. And I was like, no, I'm not moving. I'm not breathing. I was so scared that I got scared because I thought you saw something. I thought you were going to tell me because my back is to the window, which I don't do well with anyway. And yeah. I thought you were going to tell me there has been a guy standing outside that window the entire time. We've no, been... I would have okay. fought him. Also, Scarlet's in the window. She would have fought him. Oh, she, she says, would. I got it. She's like, I'm on gar- I'm on cat duty. No, there's a guy that stands outside the Popeyes lately. Oh, I know. I on home. Hollywood Boulevard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he lately has taken to asking for money. And then if you ignore him or don't give him money proceeds to tell you that all white people are devils and i'm like i'm literally on your side like, <laughs> not arguing that i, man. Just, I just don't, don't have, have money. cash <laughs> um thought you'd enjoy that um all right so all right so here they're doing their research uh the first mention of a phantom in golden gate park is a front page chronicle story from january 6th 1908 so it's like right after the wow yeah so the article tells the tale of Arger. Arger. <laughs> two words together. Like the um, 
Arthur Pigeon. That's Aww, a great name. That's like a cartoon name. Arger Pithen. And his... Oh, I thought you said his name's Arthur Pigeon. It is. Oh. <laughs> It is. It's I'm like, damn, I'm drunk. Are there pigeons? Oh, Are this, there pigeons? This is going to be short. <laughs> Are there pigeons? Are there pigeons? <laughs> I love this. <laughs> um, whoops. And his automobile full of female partygoers. Oh, hey Partygoers in 1908. Oh, damn. they were loose. They were mm-hmm. such Jezebels. Throwback. <laughs> Throwback. Um, the vehicle was seen speeding through the park late at night before being apprehended by a mounted police. Okay, cool. How fast could cars go in 1908? Not faster than horses, apparently. So you were speeding at 12 miles per hour. I'm going to have to write your citation. (laughs) Inside, the officer found a car full of terrified people, white as a, quote, proverbial ghost. Okay. The 1908 front page story on the ghost of Golden Gate Park. Okay, Pigeon said... Uh, He told the officer they'd seen a thing directly in front of their vehicle, clad in a luminous white robe, holding its arms extended as though to stop the progress of the machine. Oh, my God. It was a thin, tall figure, Pigeon explained. It seemed seemed to shine. (laughs) Fuck. Seemed to shine, see? I'm here. Look here. I'm Pigeon, see? Um, I saw it. It had long, fair hair and was barefooted. I did not notice the face. I was too frightened. Um, the officer asked if the party had previously visited the beach resorts that might produce ghosts or spirits. I think he means, is y'all drunk? Okay. Oh, I see. I'm like, wait, if you go to a beach resort, you bring a ghost home with you? Like, I think they're like... <laughs> what kind of spirit are we talking exactly. about, Sonny? No, insisted the group. Very well, the officer said. Then you'll have to show me where the ghost was. The women shrieked at the suggestion, leaving poor Arthur Pigeon to escort the officer back to the spot where he'd seen the apparition. Of course, it was gone. Captain Gleason... This is great. Captain Gleason of the park station was informed of the affair, the Chronicle wrote, and gave orders that any ghost answering this description to, to be arrested on site. <laughs> I love it. I just like, there's like a ghost lineup at the station, yeah. just like all sorts of demons and goblins like, and ghosts. It glowed like that one, but it was more ethereal like that one. But the one we saw is Am I to white. understand you're identifying two different ghosts? Um, uh. All right. So San Francisco history before the 1906 earthquake can be really difficult to verify. Obvi. Mm. The fire destroyed the city's police and coroner's reports along with thousands of personal records kept by families. So if there was a police report about a woman and her baby drowning in Stowe Lake, it's probably long gone. Newspaper crime stories and death notices give a more complete and surprisingly deadly picture of Golden Gate Park in the late 1800s. So the park, with its many dark corners, was a common spot for suicides. Oh, I was going to think sexual acts. I'm sure it was, too. Yeah. So common, in fact, that the San Francisco... The San Francisco Call, which was the name of a newspaper, ran a Sunday feature in 1900 called The Park Suicides. And I have a picture of it. I'll show you in a minute. Um, If I can get my fucking thing to go down. I can't. God, Mom. God, Mom. Mom. Fix my iPad, Mom. Try to do my podcast. Mom. Mom. Mom, we're recording. Get out. Mom. Fix my po- iPod. Leave me alone. I'm trying to fix this. I'm trying to talk about ghosts. Oh, I got it. I fixed it. Yes, they're real. Ghosts are real. They're Stop real. it. Mom. No. Just give me some toast. <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> Leave it outside the door. Knock when it's there. I want to see your face. <laughs> okay. Great. Um, I'm glad we got that out. Me too. This is just felt therapeutic. So therapeutic. Okay. <laughs> 
Um, okay, so, oh, they ran a feature called The Park Suicides, and here you go. Look at this, look at this dramatic fucking newspaper. Holy moly. There's, like, this beautiful, like, woman, and they just feature all the suicides from the park. Complete list of suicides in the park from July to the present date. Uh-huh. Oh, my yep. gosh. That's so ornately drawn, and, like, the font is so ornate. Mm-hmm. That was, those were newspapers back then. Damn. The park, with its luxury of trees, shrubbery, green grass, seemed to appeal strongly to the troubled philosophy philosopher who seeks to rid himself of what he deems a burden the call wrote <laughs> um the story accompanied by a complete list of suicides in the park since uh 1890 found that one in every 12 suicides in san francisco took place there wow the methods range from poisonings to self-inflicted gunshot wounds there's only one suicide by drowning however and that death was actually later ruled a homicide so if the white lady of stowe lake died there then it must have been after the 1900 article was written and surely a suicide that dramatic would have warranted a mention good investigating if any this is kind of their last part um if any single anecdote gave life to the ghost of stowe lake it's this small item on july 10th 1906 so right in there uh mary cook and nelly gilligan great names so good both 12 year old earthquake refugees living in the park so it was like right after and so a lot of people like took up residence there right um Reported to the police that they had seen, they had, quote, seen the naked body of a baby floating in the lake. Oh, God. Um, police made a full investigation but saw no sign of a body. And just in case, they planned to drag the lake. There are no subsequent newspaper articles on the subject, so that search must have come up empty, too. Although I have to say, they said we plan to drag the lake. But nobody said, and then they, they did, did, and nothing was. So maybe they did, maybe they didn't. I bet they didn't. They had bigger problems on their hands at the yeah. time. Whoa. So the, our, the they kind of say, you know, coupled with the park's reputation as a suicide spot, the legend writes itself. A beautiful woman, her infant child, tragic death in the park, a spirit that can't find peace. But for those who believe in ghosts, there's no shortage of candidates for who could be the real lady of Stowe Lake. The 1900 park suicide story offers tales of at least four women who took their own lives in the park, including one whose name was... Was never discovered who she was where she came from and what her troubles were will never be known for she was among the unidentified wow so that my friend is the oh uh white goodness. lady of stowe lake in san francisco and her baby that is so creepy kind of a shitty mom i mean what, well, let's I not mean, shame but also well i bet they didn't really build prams with the safety features yeah that they'd they didn't have, have the little steppy lock on the bottom you know mm-hmm. i feel like they Pramps are so like we had one like in the 80s mm-hmm. and they had like a bar that you would lift that like on the bottom that would lock it. But yeah. I don't know. If they yeah, had we those. had little steps on ours, our little stroller. Yeah. Um, also, I have to say, let's picture it. You two ladies sitting on a bench, mm-hmm. you know, stroller behind you. Mm-hmm. Where's that other lady looking? You're right. Why is that other facing lady? A pram? Why is that other lady not see the fucking pram? Were they doing some mommy uh wine time in the oh park? my god or mommy makeout time god mm. always making them gay mommy makeout <gasps> they were in like a dark corner they're like just leave the baby it'll be fine yeah and then whoops whoopsies yeah. baby's gone mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know that pram would have floated i'd think maybe not somebody would have seen a pram going into a lake somebody would have san francisco is very popular yeah and i feel like someone would have seen that thing rolling down Oh, no. Maybe it happened really fast. Who knows? Who knows? I've not been to San Fran, but you have. I have. Did you see? Did you go to Golden Gate Park? I did. I would go just for Wait, the history of did it. Did I? 
But now I'm no, like, I went to the Presidio that looks towards Golden oh, Gate Park. Cool. Yeah, I'd like to go there. It's beautiful. Oh, I loved it there. Actually, really? it feels like it's got that f- like big city feel, like you get kind of in New York yeah. in some ways. But it is a little more spread out, but not as spread out as L.A. But oh. it does feel very historic. Aww. Everything feels very historic and like. That's established cool. and and haunted as fuck. It really kind of does. Cool. When we uh, when I stayed in an Airbnb there, uh, that apartment was so old and like creepy and also like decorated with lots of like, um, old like stuff, animal bones and stuff. <laughs> it was kind of cool though. I kind of liked it. It was like a it was like a dark anthropology, is what it felt <laughs> <like>. <laughs> an emo like, anthropology. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Um, yeah, so that's that. Well, we just stayed in a turn-of-the-century bungalow in Santa Barbara, which is also hella historic. Mm-hmm. Um, and I knew when I booked it that it wasn't haunted. I could just tell. And even though it was like, this turn-of-the-century cottage, mm-hmm. it was like behind the main house. like, And they're all like Victorian-era mansions out there. And um, this was like its little like bungalow in the back, detached. Mm-hmm. And it was the original floors, the kitchens. It reminded me of my Aunt Yolanda's house that also was built at like the turn of the century. Mm-hmm. And I loved it. Yeah. And there was, I did bring my Palo Santo spray and it was great. I didn't feel any negative energy. That's I great. slept well. I'm like, okay, Amy, this is good proof that A, your medication's working, and B, <laughs> that not everything is going to be haunted. Yeah, but true. it's just that when you stay in anything that's been lived in by a lot of other people, there's uh-huh. a residual energy even from them that oh, sure. I just like don't like. You yeah. know, you know. That was awesome. Thank you. There's something about those old timey ghosts that are even more spooky. Just imagining yeah. her. Also, I'm imagining the ghosts like when they see that ghost that she's like dripping with water yeah. too because she's like she drowned in the yeah. lake. She never found her baby. Well, someone needs to do a ghost investigation of the baby. Yeah. Like they need to like do like some Ouija session and like contact the baby. I did. um, I also I read like some uh, comments below the article and like I wanted to bring it in, but it was like fucking illegible. Like it was so hard. It was also it got so intense that I was like, you're making this shit up. But like basically it was like me and some guys went here and all these things happened and they did see the statue come to life. Like that was like in their headlights and um, yeah, I thought that they have a statue of her Mm -hmm. even. So like this is not just lore and folk tale. It's just like, wow, Mm -hmm. I want to see the statue. I'll I'll find a picture of it for the Instagram post. Did I do anything wrong? Um, Did I break it? Oh, my God. No, it's perfect. Oh, God. Great. It's recording, right? Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Yeah, I double-checked. Knocking our equipment all over the place here. All right, well, I've got something for you. Oh, my God. It's from 1878. Ooh. Oh, yeah. I wrote a reminder. Good thing I'm reading it now. Oh, great. Well, we well to start this episode, Oops. we clearly have to plug Disney Moms again. Oh, yeah. It's Mother's Day. It is Mother's Day. And we'd like to plug Disney Moms. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm just, it made me think of it because, well, anyway, you guys know, this is our the one video we made that we did on YouTube uh-huh. um, where we sing, a, we rewrite some Disney lyrics to, to imply that, like, Walt never really wrote any mothers into his uh-huh. movies. Um, uh, and of course, just the other day I got a notification on our, um, I don't know. Oh, on the YouTube page, like someone else 
Aurora had a mother. Oh, I'm yeah. Like, yes, we know. Never a million re- the people. comments. I read the comments just like a couple weeks ago, just out of like curiosity. And it's literally like, why are you even bothering to leave a comment? Like, especially a, a video that's almost four years also, old. Also, I'm straight up pissed that there are no comments talking about how hot we are. The boobs. We're not getting harassed even a little bit. And your boobs are magnificent. My boobs are magnificent in that video. So fucking magnificent. Tammy is in a hand-sewn mermaid <laughs> seashell bra top. Uh-huh. I'm dressed like an old Victorian like nun, so <laughs> don't worry about that. But Tammy is fucking smoking hot. <laughs> and I mean, it's just a... It's hot, guys. Check it out, yeah. please. Four years later, we still need those... those yeah. Those clicks. Uh-huh. But I'm like, okay, I don't read comments on principle, but yeah. when when I get it emailed, it's in the body of the mm-hmm. email. And it was just like, Aurora has a mom. I'm like, oh my God, we but get also, it. also, literally, like the principle of that story is that she thinks she's an orphan. Oh, I didn't even so, see it. Is that is that tangled? No, it's oh. it's uh it's Sleeping Beauty. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, I don't abide by the principle of write what you know. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> well, okay, fine, whatever. Yeah, she's an orphan. She's on her own. Yeah, most of she the doesn't time. know that her parents are still alive. Yeah, and there's like step. Walt yeah. had a mom complex. We yeah. studied it. We knew. Guys. I know. My favorite is when people are like, "Actually, Walt Disney's mom died," and I'm like, "Yeah, you didn't watch the end of the fucking video, See? did you?" Exactly, because that's exactly what we say at the end. Also, I would never comment on a YouTube video. There are so many better things to do, unless you're commenting on how hot we are. Yeah, please do that. Please, that is a very good use Feel of your time. Free. Very good use of your time. Thank you. <sighs> anyway, now that we've stated that, okay. Here's my research. Excellent. And it's not much, but it was interesting. So I went to this um, website called hauntedohiobooks.com. Oh, very specific. It's very specific. And what they did, what the the person who runs this blog did was they actually pulled stories, like ghost stories from newspapers, from Ohio newspapers from as, as far back as 1871. Damn. I have 1871 and 1878. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, so those tell me about it. I'm going to tell you about, there's two quick stories. The first one is from the Cincinnati Inquirer Mm. from September 16th, 1878 Mm. page six. In case you're wondering. I was Oh, page six. That's a good one. That's the gossip. page. Yeah, it is. (laughs) Um, okay. So, and you know, this was from 1878 because it starts as a a rather queer story is told. I'm like, that's a great, I love the word queer and yes. as in like interesting, uh-huh. strange, mm-hmm. like oh, it's a rather queer story because mm-hmm. people don't use that phrase in, in that way anymore, that mm-hmm. word in that way. Okay. Anyway, a rather, a rather queer story is told and can be vouched for by over a dozen persons in Springfield. It appears that about three years ago, a young man living in Summit got married <gasps> and in due time, his wife gave birth to a child, ah! which was a girl. When the child was about one year old, the mother died. Oh, common, common in 1878. Mm-hmm. About five months later, the young widower became lonely and took upon himself another wife. Yeah, I mean, you t- gotta. typical. Yeah. Oh, five whole months. Boo, yeah. <laughs> boo. What am I supposed to do with this baby? I'm a boy. I have to be a father. What do they call them? Father, yes. I have to be one? No, no. I need What's a wife. What a queer concept. <laughs> Young man, find me a good Jezebel. <laughs> uh, so, oh, but before doing so, so before but. he like brought this wife in, uh, he took all of his first wife's clothing, packed it in a trunk and locked it up and allowed no one to have charge of the key but himself. Mm. Among the clothing put away was her wedding shawl and a pillow his... 
I'm sorry. <laughs> you don't have a wedding shawl stowed away somewhere for the future? not. <laughs> Every bride well, needs a good shawl. If I did, no one would have the key but me. <laughs> no one's touching the shawl. <laughs> a wedding shawl. Um, it's called a private Pinterest board. <laughs> 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 mm, look at that shawl look at that shawl <laughs> Ooh, this one's bedazzled that's my kind of shawl <laughs> i'd look so beautiful in that shawl well, someone else pinned it what the hell <laughs> no no <laughs> uh, oh god i know i like that sh- his wife also just only saved the shawl not the yeah. dress no. for the, for the well, daughter she probably just like wore a dress like a whatever dress that's true you know? they didn't really do like wedding gowns yeah. back then huh they, they all looked spooky are they talking about a veil this whole time have they been talking about a veil it says shawl it does i don't know maybe i'll have to find a picture shawl means shoulders y'all so we need to google victorian era wedding shawls yeah and if it comes up with a bunch of veils then we know this was just okay then the cincinnati inquirer in 1878 Mm -hmm. really really loose with their terms artistic (laughs) liberties (laughs) Um, oh, in addition to the wedding shawl that was locked away in that trunk with her clothes, um, he also put in a pillow that his wife had made for her firstborn and also some toys that she bought uh, just before she died. So that child is like, uh, dude, like I want my toys. Your mother bought those. Those aren't for you. They retain their value if we leave them in the packaging. (laughs) She kept the tags on. She kept the receipts. They're going back. (laughs) They're going back. Well, you should have thought about that before your mother died. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> she said she saved me a pillow. No, nope. gone. Pillows for looking at, not sleeping on. <laughs> See what your new stepmom makes you. It'll be better, I promise. <laughs> she uh, then he brought uh, home. Mm-hmm. Then he brought home wife number two, oh. who it is said made as good a mother as the average stepmothers do. <laughs> Well, she's good enough. For she it. was fine. You know, you're doing just fine for an 1800 stepmom. <laughs> just fine. God, there must have been so many stepmoms back then because yeah. just mothers died constantly in childbirth yeah. or just from just from stuff. Yeah, Victorian stuff. Stuffs. Yeah. Um. Okay, she she was great. Things went on lively till one night last week. Oh, so that would be September. Okay. Ninth, okay, eighteen seventy-eight. Okay, until last week. Where am I? Last week. Uh huh. Uh huh. Oh, oh. Here we go. This is so typical of parenting back then. Oh my god. After putting the babe in its little bed, Mm -hmm. the father and mother number two went over to spend the evening at a party. Oh my god! It's like Madeline McCann, (laughs) right? I thought about that. I totally thought about that. Shortly after they left, two men came along on their way to the party. Also. They saw a wonderful light in the house as though it might be on fire. Shit, that's not wonderful. <laughs> you know there's a wonderful light coming from your house. Why, thank you. <laughs> it's No, it's on fire yeah. is what we're trying to say. <laughs> um, so, oh, they also heard the cries of the babe as though it were in great pain. Mm-hmm. They went into the house to rescue the baby in the burning fire. And as soon as they reached the door, the light went out. Shia. And all was silent as the grave within. 
they hastened on to the house where the party was and told the man what they had seen and heard in his house as they came by it. Five or six men, including the man, the owner of the house and mm-hmm. father of the babe, might right. we add, uh, they started to investigate the report. When they arrived, they found every room and door fast as huh? fast as they were when the owner left. That means locked. It was locked. Yeah. Like so, fastened. Uh, okay. Okay. So the all of the doors and windows were locked. Yeah. So no one could have gotten in. Great, great, great. I can't understand this old timey language. Mm-hmm. I mean, I wish it was translated. I'm to... interpreting. Thank you. But Thank I'm a you. little drunk, so. Yes. Well, you're my drunk Victorian interpreter. Drunk interpreting. Drunk interpreting. On going inside, I think I'm drunk too. On going inside, everything was found to be in its place except the child. What? That's the one thing you need to be in place. I know. Don't go fucking go to no party. Oh, and they also, I think I edited this for time, but also the party was half a mile away. The fuck? It was the neighbor. Oh, but you yeah. know, yeah. no, freaking like half a mile away. That's like a 12 minute walk. Yeah. Um. Okay. Oh, so... After I just heard the cat on going inside, everything was found to be in place except the child, which after a long search was found upstairs under the bed on which its mother died, <gasps> covered up with its mother's wedding shawl. Oh, God, the shawl came back. The shawl came back and its little head resting on the pillow that its mother made for it. Sound asleep. Alongside it lay its playthings. Oh, so everything God. locked away. She's like, look, you're fine as a stepmom. <laughs> But I'm going to be a good ghost mom. And my husband, my living dad, the living dad is doing a terrible fucking job. Like he took away all my child's shit and now she can have it. Um, Also, she's like, y'all left the baby, you assholes. I'm going to take care of it. Um, On examining the trunk, it was found to be locked and nothing missing except the above mentioned articles. Now, how the things got out of the trunk and the key in the owner's with the while the key was still in the owner's pocket and he a half mile down the road and how the child got upstairs is a mystery the above may sound a little dime novelish but mm. as we said before the facts of the case can be and are vouched for by over a dozen respectable citizens Damn. of springfield quite the report may i say what a queer tale it is so queer did you hear the queer tale of the neighbors half a mile down the road <laughs> well they, the house was on fire but it turns out it was a ghost Anyway, let's drink. <laughs> let's have a ginny. A gin ginny. <laughs> what do people drink back then? Yeah. G- rum. rum. Uh, I think I'm thinking of games. Rummy and gin. Yeah, gin. those are. Gin rummy is uh, a game. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm, uh-huh. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I feel like in Damn. that era, it was just like whiskey and wine. Well, a lot of gin. Remember we, we did our. Oh, that's right. The Canadians. Yeah. Oh, no, and that rum. was rum. Mm-hmm. Wait, then what was. Gin? Oh, yeah. Gin's old. Everybody I feel like gin. all hard liquor is old, right? Yeah. Gin's good. I like gin. I like gin. Well, it's delightful. Here's another one. Okay. From another newspaper called the New Philadelphia, Ohio Democrat. February 10th, 1871. Page two. A strange story is current in certain circles here. About two years ago, Mr. A. Ooh, so oh, mysterious. mysterious. Who was that from? Uh, Mr. X is, is oh. uh, at Arrested Development. Oh, Mr. X, the show, the TV series, Arrested Development. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. There's also like a band called Arrested Development, but they're from oh, like really? the 90s. Oh, like um, very good. Oh, excellent. Do you know the song, Mr. Wendell, about the the homeless man? Probably not. Okay. <laughs> 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 oh, 
Here, have a dollar. In fact, no, brother man. Here, have two. Two dollars oh, means yeah. a snack for me, but it means a big deal to, to you. you. Be strong, serve God only. Know that if you do, beautiful heaven awaits. That's the poem I wrote for the first time I saw a man with no clothes, no money, no place, Mr. Wendell. That's his name. Now, should I go on? I'm yes no one ever knew his name because he's a no one never thought twice about spending on an old woman until I got the chance to really get to know one now that I know him to give him money isn't charity he gives me some knowledge I buy him some shoes and to think blacks spend all their money on big colleges still most of y'all come out confused (laughs) that's all I can think of right now because I'm having drinks (laughs) Mr. Wendell yeah oh Mr. Wendell and there's a great keyboard riff and it's just lovely yeah, they I have good songs. I love that. Anyway, that's Arrested Development. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for that. That's Amy's Arrested Development, and yours is definitely... I mean, mine was the TV show. Which is more relevant it's and the what episode more people with, identify with. It's the episode with Charlize Theron, oh. and they think that somebody's following them. Mr. X. Oh, yeah, I didn't see the whole series. Oh, okay. I actually think I only saw the first season. Oh, wow. Of the of the first, you Interesting. know. Yeah. yeah. And then the episodes at the Mars Inn. Of course. Of course. That was in the... Set the revamp yeah the revamp not the most recent revamp but the first revamp yeah on netflix yeah he was hilarious mm-hmm. um please check out my husband playing a pedophile uh-huh named it's carlos very funny. It's, it's really funny actually <laughs> <laughs> i love when he plays like freaky weird characters uh-huh. like that because you know it's so not him at all okay anyway would you like another queer story i would okay, here we go um about two years ago mr a married End of sentence. Mm-hmm. In due time, he became a father, but the wife died when the child was a few months old. What keeps, we have a pattern Jesus. here. As you once famously quoted, the Victorians are so bad at not dying. That's very true. I'll never forget that quote. I love, <laughs> loved it. On her deathbed, she exhibited intense anxiety as to the fate of the little one. Yeah. She was about to leave. I mean, with good reason. Please don't go to parties half a mile away and leave my baby. <laughs> Otherwise, I will set this motherfucker on fire. Um, She earnestly besought her husband to confide it after her death to the care of one of her relatives. Oh, shit. Burn, baby. Yeah. She's like, after I go, you have to give the baby up. I love you. (laughs) I appreciate your sperm. You know you're not in for this. Give it to my mom. (laughs) He promised. And... (laughs) I believe, did for a while let the child stay in in charge of the person whom the mother had designated. Got it. Some weeks ago, however, Mr. A again married and at once reclaimed the child, who as yet had never learned to speak a word and was unable to crawl. I don't know how old the child was. I'm like, was that bad or whatever? Um, so, so basically he remarries. He's like, give me this baby back. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't want to have another one. Let's just keep this one. Yeah. One day this child, oh God, girl, here we are again. We oh, have a God. pattern here. Mothers. One day this child was left alone for a few moments in its stepmother's bedroom, mm-hmm. lying in a crib or a cradle some distance from the bed. When Mrs. A, the second, returned, mm-hmm. she was amazed to see the child smiling and cooing upon the, uh, the middle of the bed. In her astonishment, so he exited the crib and now he's okay. in the middle of the, the master bed. And and the baby, as we noted, cannot crawl yet. Okay. She, she uh, says, who put you here, baby? And the baby says, Mama. <gasps> First words. First words. Aww. On a strict inquiry throughout the household, it was found that none of the family had been in the room during Mrs. A's brief absence from it. This, it is solemnly averred, was but the beginning of a series of spiritual visitations from the dead mother. 
Whenever the child was left alone, it could be heard. I, I'm talking like a reporter. Who put you there, baby? I just can't get over it. Who put you there, baby? And why don't you have a name? Oh, yeah. Someone should have done that. I mean, your father's baby name is a. Mr. A. <laughs> a baby. <laughs> a baby. Oh, it's so true. I love it. Um, uh, so whenever the child was left alone, it could be heard to laugh and coo. I, I'm saying coo. It's written as crow. But that's weird to me. I'm like, thank babies you don't for, crow. Thank you for fixing that yeah, for them. Yeah, right? Because it's like, laugh. Yeah. the baby's just like, ah, <laughs> ah. <laughs> <laughs> the baby's crowing darling it's time to eat uh Uh, so i'm saying coo because that's what i'm imagining i I mean yeah god how queer this language is Mm -hmm. um okay so whenever the child was alone it was it was as if it was being entertained by somebody who wasn't really there um the mother and father would come back to find it in a different outfit what yep in a different place and in a different position in a manner quite beyond its own unaided capacity finally as the account is the first mrs a appeared one night so the ghost of the dead mom um appeared one night at the bedside of mr a her ex-husband and his second wife mrs a the second (laughs) and earnestly entreated (laughs) yeah (laughs) <laughs> this is B to you. Uh, and earnestly entre- entreated that her darling should be restored to the relative whom she had indicated. Ba- okay, basically, I hate this language. Give that baby, baby back. back to my mom or whoever. I want my baby back, baby back, baby back, baby back, baby back. Ribs. Barbecue souls. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. Um... Okay, so she's like, put it back to give it to my aunt or my mom or whatever. Mm -hmm. God damn it. Um, The apparition was distinctly seen and heard by both Mr. A and the new wife. And she promised that she would stop haunting them if they would just give the baby back. So Mr. A and Mrs. B were like so freaked out and they they couldn't even respond. They were just frozen in fear. Baby back. But the next day, the child was carried back as directed by the ghost. Um, so they did They did what she wanted. Mm-hmm. Such is the story as seriously avouched by the principal parties concerned who are most respectable and intelligent people I and love. not spiritualists. Oh. So the newspaper had to be like, Look. they're educated. Mm-hmm. So they're, they're basically rich, smart white people. Exactly. And they are not spiritualists. So you know you it's know true. You know it's true. You know you this know shit. You know this shit is true. Mm-hmm. I love that the newspapers had to add that. Um, what is this? I don't Ohio know. Books. I don't know what this is at the end, but I'm just going to read it. Is it um, a website? Please read it out. It's probably from a website that says it's practically. See, it's in a different font from my other stuff. So I wonder oh. where this came from. Oh, ah. that's fun. Okay, here we go. That happens to me. It's practically obligatory for the ghostly mother in this genre of story to assert her dominance over her successor or mm-hmm. make sure that her children are being properly treated. Yeah. Even with some advances in obstet tricks. Baby, baby making, baby given. Obies. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Obsessed. I'm not even going to try. We haven't had babies, okay, guys? Popping out babies. Popping out babies. Yeah, 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 yeah. Even advances in popping out babies. Mm -hmm. Women knew that death was a possibility with every pregnancy, and anxiety over what would become of her motherless children is a constant theme in deathbed narratives. Martha. Martha. Martha Pigeon. Martha Pigeon. 
Martha Jefferson, for example, fearing the proverbial cruelty of a stepmother, perhaps from personal experience, her father had married twice after the death of her mother, begged Thomas Jefferson to never marry again. Mm -hmm. And that is some weird ass queer queerness from the Victorian motherless children. My God. Impossible child. I love <laughs> I love it. I oh, fucking love it. Mothers, we love that you're protecting your babes even in yeah, the afterlife. You're doing a great job. You're doing a great job. Also, a mother's work is never done. It's so true. Yeah. There's uh, uh, two things sure in life, laundry and having to take care of your babies after you're dead. Oh, my God. It's like, I just want to fucking rest in yeah. peace. Why am I still watching this child mm-hmm. for you? God, that's annoying. I know. It's like having a ghost babysitter. Yeah. It's just like the dad's just like, no, honey, we're fine. We can go to the party. It'll be fine. My dead wife will watch the kid. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> it, she'll tuck him under the bed. Yeah. Right where he belongs. Exactly. You know, it's fine. Yeah. And there's a pillow. Also, guys, don't put pillows and blankets with your baby. You're not supposed to. You are not supposed not to. Not even wedding shawls. Not even a wedding shawl. Nope. This is why Victorians didn't Sids. live long. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let me tell you. Well, Amy, yes, uh, when I was Googling around ghost moms and variations on that phrase, not only did <laughs> I come up with the very upsetting, I Googled ghost mom and Google said, did you mean hot mom? We were so angry. You sent it to me and I was like, fuck "Fuck you. Oh, shit. That scared me so bad. I knocked down my water bottle. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry. Did that scare you? No, because I saw you do it. So it didn't scare me either. uh, Scarlett's a little freaked out. Yeah. She's like, at least I'm not alone. Why'd you do that? She's like, quiet down, Auntie Amy. Why'd you do that? Why why are you so mad? Why are Um, you angry? So I found this article that I thought you would really enjoy. And I wrote, bonus. Okay. You ready? Baby back. <clears throat> the Paranormal Mom Society. Stop it. Or PMS. Oh my God. I want to f- be a mom just to join. Are female ghost hunters with a sense of humor, ah! but also take their investigations very seriously. It us. It us. It is us. The seven women all have kids, jobs, and real lives, but when the afterlife gets in the way of someone's real life, they move in, move them out, and use all sorts of gadgets and gizmos to call up the spirits haunting the home. Fuck yes! Founder Christy Scheides said all the women uh, have a love of hunting ghosts. The first thing we do is try to debunk what's going on. Is there another reason for what's happening, she said? They check meters, record images, create stakeouts, and hope to capture something, anything, on video, which is considered evidence of the afterlife or proof of a spirit from beyond that is operating in their midst. Shaidez said the group can toss out maybe nine out of ten cases by explaining away the once inexplicable. But every so often, places like the Maywood Home for Soldiers Widows delivers what they consider the real deal. Uh, PMS (laughs) helped Trina Wagner and her husband Neil, who had what they believed was an aggressive, ever-present spirit living in, under or around their Manhattan, Illinois home. We heard a noise and our dog Muggsy barked. <laughs> I said, it's nothing. Behind my head, I heard someone say, woof, <gasps> Trina said. And I started getting scratched, punched, slapped, and my hair pulled. Pictures would fly off the walls. Holy. Wagner said TVs would turn on full blast in the middle of the night. Their crawl space door would open and close repeatedly on its own. God. Footsteps would be heard in the kitchen when no one else was home. It just didn't add up. So she combed the internet and found the Paranormal Mom Society. They ultimately helped Trina and her husband find 
a a quote angry old man under their closet in a crawl space. I think oh. They truly mean like ghost. Okay. A shaman and a medium were called in to get the hostile spirit out. After two years of living with the internal unrest, the Wagners found peace at last. We haven't had anything bad or aggressive since. She now cleanses the corners of her home with centrus oils and burns sage sticks. Okay, uh, sticks. I mean, maybe they mean bundles mm, to yeah. keep positive energy flowing while keeping the negative energy out. Also, they're in Chicago. Did you hear my Chicago keeping the positive energy? <laughs> Did you hear it? <laughs> now I did. Uh, Positive energy. Ghost hunting yeah. is a hobby for the Paranormal Mom Society. They claim <laughs> <laughs> they have all had their own experiences with ghosts. As mothers, they like to work on cases that involve kids in some way. Sometimes children are being haunted at night. In other cases, ghosts themselves are children. Oh, that's the end of the article. Oh, and I love that. I, PMS, yeah. PMS. Oh, my God. I fucking How love cute that. Is that. I feel like the best type of paranormal researcher or investigator is a woman. Mm-hmm. Because, like, sure, men can do it, too. But women have a really, really, we're just, it's it's nature. No one can argue it. Mm-hmm. Like, very keen you know intuition i hardly believe in male psychics it happens every so i had to really be convinced right yeah uh, male psychics well it's funny because a lot of shamans are male like most of them are male i feel but like yeah i don't like to see a male psychiatrist or psychologist i don't like male doctors to be honest um yeah i i'm i'm totally untrusting of any male gynecologist like why Mm -hmm. why are you so interested in the way a vagina works like Mm -hmm. and also male like paranormal investigators i just think a woman knows a woman fucking knows yeah we don't yell no we don't yell and try to like tempt you to have sex with us yeah zach zach I love that so freaking much. I thought you might enjoy that. Oh, that makes me so delighted and so happy. Amy, happy Mother's Day as a cat mom. One cat mom to another. And as we've discussed off air, it ain't easy. It ain't easy being a cat mom. We're cleaning up puke. We're cleaning up shit. Mm -hmm. We're we're cleaning up messes that they leave behind. We're vacuuming litter and food. We're telling them to shut the fuck up. Shut up. We're like, can I please pee in peace? Can I please sleep past 6 a.m. without you crying? Mm -hmm. This is... Sounds like a baby, right? No, it's cats, guys. It's it cats. ain't easy. Yeah. And, and I'm proud of us. We, we are too. wonderful cat moms. We really are. They're spoiled. We provide. We love them. They mm-hmm. have great aunties. They do. They both mm-hmm. have great aunties. And I would just like to give a shout out to an official shout out because this happened like a month ago and we never really acknowledged it. But our favorite ghost mother oh. of all time, Lorraine Warren, who has crossed over yeah. into the other world. And, and we have cited her many times. Uh, even after she died, which mm-hmm. we, it was an episode we had already recorded before she died, where yeah. we continually mention her as she's our mom. We called her our mom. We, yeah. And she is the prized chicken in heaven now. Mm-hmm. And um, she is the the mama of all psychics and ghost investigators. Yeah, and paranormal leaning ladies. She is just PMSing mm-hmm. the hell out of out of out heaven. Out of heaven, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and for all you mamas listening, thanks for what you do. You're yeah. awesome. May your vagina stay strong and your will even stronger. <laughs> and if you feel like uh, you liked hearing about moms, good ones and bad ones, uh, you should follow us on Instagram. At Banshees nope. and Booze. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I went out of order. Damn it. I know. Sorry. I got confused. I'm follow like, what? Follow us on Instagram, Banshees and Booze. Twitter at Banshees and mm. Booze. And email us, would ya? Yeah, at upghost up and, and personal, personal at gmail.com. Com. Yeah. 
And rate, review, and subscribe bumps us up, gives us a little help. We appreciate it. Moms are very supportive. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, you know, coming next month, I will hopefully have some good ghost stories from my Charleston trip. Yeah. Oh, my God. I'll bug my family while I'm at home, too. I'm so excited. I know I'm going to have encounters. I'm so fucking scared. I'm thrilled. Roz, our, you know, Mm -hmm. true mixologist, uh, wanted to go to Charleston really badly, too. But I randomly booked this trip. And it's when her mom will be in Los Angeles visiting from England. So next time, Rozzy, we'll make a trip together. You make the drinks. I'll bring the ghosts. Yeah. Um, But hopefully I'll have some really good stories from my my visit. I'm very excited. To the world of paranormal. Mm -hmm. Um, And, um... Um, um yeah t- hey tammy oh yeah if you see a ghost um uh, uh uh lock down your pram for your mommy makeout session in the park Hide under your wedding shawl and run to your neighbors half a mile down the road. Hell yeah. (laughs) Thanks for listening, guys. Happy Mother's Day, you mothers. Bye.